Welcome to the Confluence Cast presented by Columbus Underground. We are a weekly Columbus-centric podcast focusing on the civics, lifestyle, entertainment, and people of our city. I'm your host, Tim Fulton. This week, the capital city's food scene is often heralded. However, its taco truck scene has been often overlooked. Elwood Ellis, a freelance writer for Columbus Underground and self-proclaimed taco connoisseur, is trying to change that. Listen in as Elwood shares his journey and criteria for evaluating the diverse and authentic taco scene, emphasizing the importance of not ranking trucks, but appreciating their unique offerings. He also discusses adventurous and vegetarian options available at taco trucks, the significance of quality ingredients, and the need for authenticity in dishes like Al Pastor tacos. You can get more information on what we discussed today in the show notes for this episode at theconfluencecast.com. Enjoy the interview. Sitting down here with Elwood Ellis, a freelancer for Columbus Underground, Elwood specifically covers the taco scene and the taco truck scene here in Columbus. Elwood, how are you? I'm doing well. How are you? Good. Tell me about, first of all, how you got uh, sort of interested in the taco truck scene and tacos specifically. Sure. So some, a group of friends of mine would um, once a month go to different um, ethnic restaurants, um, just as sort of a thing to do and try out new food. And um, we also checked out taco trucks. So um, we've been doing that for around 10 years or so. Okay. And um, about three or four years ago, I, I took a taco tour with a, a local company here and, um, you know, it just kind of re-sparked my interest and, um, started this venture of, um, trying to taste or try to go to every single taco truck in the city. Okay. Yeah. And you are, are you familiar with the guy who has evaluated every, uh, crab rangoon in the city? Yes. Okay. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I've seen that guy on social media. Yeah. Do you feel like it's a similar endeavor? Like, do you want to try every single one? I, I think the intention maybe is behind is similar behind both, but um, obviously way different experience. And you are not going so far as to rank each or anything like that. I, I definitely do not like to rank. You know, I like to think of taco trucks like as if they were my children or pets, and you know, I wouldn't want to rank them, right? Gotcha. So and talk about for those curious, sort of what was your process to become a freelancer for Underground? You know, I, I, I follow Columbus Underground, have forever, um, and I, I saw that they posted that they were looking for uh, freelancers, and um, one of them being tacos, and, you know, I thought, like, this is way out of my comfort zone. Um, okay. You know, I run a software development team, so, like, writing is something that I would typically avoid. Even, like, in college, I picked classes that were specifically had tests and not and not papers, so okay. I thought, hey, what better way to, like, challenge myself to do something completely different and, and start writing? Yeah, I will, I will say, though, like, given that you run a development team, like, you write tickets, right? Like, you write, yeah. uh, you know how to write... Uh, in order to convey information quite well, I imagine. There's some accuracy behind that, sure. Okay. But, but it's not, there's no creativity in the writing there. Fair. 
But you, and so you did come to it. They were looking for tacos specifically. Mm-hmm. You believe this was in your wheelhouse. Yeah, yeah. And I think you guys sort of met up at a taco truck and, and you wowed them with your uh, analysis of it. That's right. Well, first I put together a taco qualification resume, okay. which, uh, <laughs> which, which got me in the door. Okay. And, and then, yes, I took them to one of our better taco trucks in the city. And yeah, I think it all just went from there. And so talk through, because Walker texted me and said, like, I've never had a better time eating at a taco truck. Mm-hmm. Talk through sort of what your the live analysis was like, what are you thinking about? And like, what are you encouraged? Did you encourage him to get a certain taco? Yes, absolutely. So, um, and we can, that's like a slippery slope into tons of content. Um, okay, sure. So, um, some trucks are better than other trucks at certain things. Um, the, the truck that we went to Los Pachucos is one of the trucks that's better at everything overall as far as tacos and non-taco items. Okay. In fact, they excel at non-taco items. So um, one of the items that I recommended that he, he get was uh, a gordita. Okay. Which is there, they have the most amazing gorditas. Um, so it's it's a um, corn masa tortilla mm-hmm. with base with um, beans, um, some queso fresco, cilantro, um, uh, crema and uh, meat of your choice. And then it's topped with like a little nice hat that's crispy of uh, made of the masa as well. Okay. And this is certainly a, uh, a for- something you're going to consume with a fork, right? It's a little unwieldy. Yes. Okay. Um, I, I recommend kind of using the plate and kind of hunching over okay. uh, as much as you can, but it, you know, the, the integrity of it eventually is gone and yeah, you have to kind of, it finish. is still a street food though. Yes. Certainly. Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Um, in fact, some other places they'll be a little bit smaller, a little bit easier to manage in your hand, but there's, there's a huge, so it's kind of like a hold the plate, eat over the plate kind of thing, and then finish up with a fork for sure. And so talk through sort of what you look for. Are you going in blind to these places? Certainly people are going to make recommendations, but what do you look for on the front end of like this? Do they have an extensive menu? Do they have a limited menu? Like what are the, um, the signals that you may get before you even order for what's a good taco truck. Well, for, for sure. So if anyone else is there, um, you know, if they're, okay. busy, if, if they're busy, you know, generally they're going to be good. Okay. And that obviously applies to restaurants as well, but you know, it applies to taco trucks too. Yeah. Um, granted when a place is new, you know, it's going to take them time to build up that foot traffic, et cetera. But, um, you know, uh, a, a good sign isn't necessarily what they've invested in the truck. So if the truck is like super fancy, it doesn't necessarily mean good food. Right. Um, but um, for me, yes. Also the menu, what they offer is important. Um, if they offer certain things, they need to do it a certain way. So for instance, if they, uh, if they offer Al Pastor tacos, they need to have a Trumpo and a Trumpo is that um, it's a spinning top where okay. they, they marinate the meat and put it on the trumpo and it kind of goes around and hits the fire and okay. it's, it, it's the only way to eat al pastor tacos in my opinion. So if they offer that and don't offer and don't have that, then I either skip the truck or skip that option. So okay. that's just an example. But, but is it possible that they're preparing it off site or something like that? Or like you kind of need it to be like a you euro, need, you need it to be live. It's, it's the same concept. And okay. In, in fact, it actually... Um, is dry from that. So, okay. So, yeah. Got it. And then what about them being, at least in my experience with taco trucks specifically, 
they, they're not all mobile, right? They're all, some are, a lot are in static locations. I actually think it's, that's another sign. Great question. Okay. Um, the less mobile they are, generally the better they are. Oh, interesting. Because they're, they're not searching for customers. Exactly. Okay. Exactly. And, you know, if they're really good and they've been there a long time, maybe they can't even move the truck. In fact, one of my favorite places, the truck is old enough to where they don't sell the part to be able to move his truck. Okay. <laughs> so, so it's literally just like a, almost a shack or a stand exactly. for his tacos. And, and, and when I say truck, I use that word kind of loosely to define like a trailer, okay. a, 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 a cart or it may even it's be a, a window in a different business. It, it could be, it right. could be. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So let's get back to sort of the, the core of it. What makes a good taco? Okay. For me, it's the quality of meat. Okay. Um, the quality of meat option. Certainly there are vegetarian options out there as well that, that are good and worth checking out. I find that the veggie options are better in different vehicles and different items. Okay. But for the taco, it's definitely the meat. Um, it, it has to be of good quality. It has to be seasoned properly. For me, a taco only comes with cilantro and onions. Any, okay. Anything else is blasphemy. Okay. Or, or you can just call it American style taco or some fusion or something else. There, w- I was had a joke written in here about certain kinds of tacos sure. and the offerings, but yeah. So it comes down to the meat for you. For me, yeah. Um, well, the the tortilla should be good. Um, okay. Some places do handmade tortillas, which are good, which can be good, which can be executed poorly as well. But the, the tortilla needs to be crisped up nicely. And then finally, if you don't have a good salsa, you kind of ruin the taco. So, okay. so um, you really need to have a quality salsa. Um, for me, I like spicy, like very spicy. But um, as long as there's a little bit of hint of spice, I'm good with it. As long as the flavor is balanced and, and, and it's good. Yeah. And have you been a taco tourist in the past? Like this is, uh, I would argue, I hadn't had like legitimate tacos in Columbus until... You know, a couple of years ago, I also wasn't seeking them out. Sure. And it wasn't until going to places like Austin yep. where it's like, oh, this is what a taco is. Yep. It's not like a whole bunch of cheese and yeah. tomatoes and all this stuff. So I definitely am a taco tourist. Okay. Everywhere I go, I try to check out the best tacos in whatever city I visit. So I've been to Austin. I've been to Phoenix. I've been to L.A., um, all of which I would argue Columbus taco trucks can stand up to. Okay. Um, the only place that I've been to that I would say the tacos are better are, um, in uh, Mexico city. Which, okay. I mean, it's pretty hard to beat that though. Are there things from, a uh, uh, for folks who aren't watching, you are a Caucasian man. You sure. grew up in Columbus. Yep. Uh, is there any sort of like, uh, thing, I, sorry, I probably shouldn't have prefaced it that way, <laughs> but like, are, is there a cultural divide or something, things that you need to be aware of? Because this tends to be Hispanic folks that are offering these absolutely. foods. Yeah, absolutely. Any sort, like, it should you know how to order in Spanish? It, it certainly helps. Okay. Um, but if you think about it on the other end, you know, they're trying to run a business that does service people that don't speak Spanish. Yep. So they, um, generally speaking, most trucks that aren't um, fluent in English will have the basic knowledge of quantity. Yep item orders, things like that. So it, it generally isn't a problem, but okay. um, it can be appreciated. Yeah. Um, so I've actually been studying Spanish for the last couple of years and I love going to trucks to practice. Okay. Can, um, get out of my comfort zone doing that too. So yeah, it's fun. But no, uh, sort of nobody's looking down on you for speaking English. Nobody like, Absolutely I, d- not. I ask because I believe that there may be some people who feel intimidated by it. I, I, 
I, I can certainly appreciate that, but um, I would say you you don't need to feel intimidated because generally speaking, these people are these people are hardworking and kind, and um, really they're just trying to make a nice product and, and earn a living, and um, you know they don't expect you to to know Spanish whatsoever. Got it. So, In, uh, but but again, it it does help, and it, it like I said before, it it kind of um, breaks down a little bit of a wall between between you. Great. Is there anything unique about the Columbus taco scene that folks should be aware of? Or in addition to your column, any sort of resources that they might use to discover taco trucks? Sure, sure. So first, I mean, you can follow um, follow me on Instagram. Um, okay. At 614tacos. Okay. Um, we have great content. It's primarily videos and pictures, but um, we provide brief descriptions of, of the places we go as well. Um Columbus Underground, the articles, obviously. Um, I'm a member of several Facebook groups. Um, you can look them up in Columbus. Um, Taco Connoisseurs and Columbus Tacos, I think, is the other one. Okay. Um, those are pretty good resources, but um, you may get good tips around, like, what's specific to your area, but a lot of the contributors, to no fault of their own, don't have necessarily have a comprehensive knowledge of the city and what it has to offer. Mm -hmm. So I, I'll segue that into how I would summarize is that what's unique about Columbus or maybe just underappreciated is the, the sheer quantity of trucks that we have. Really? Um, so there are around, and it, it changes frequently as places shut down and open, but right. there are roughly 80 authentic immobile trucks. Okay. And 20 to 30 varying in degrees of authenticity, but mobile huh. taco trucks as well. That I I am surprised by that. Yeah, people are very surprised by that. So there is there is a very large Latino community here. So yeah, there's a absolutely. huge there's a huge demand for it. Any uh, anything that Columbus lacks in terms of that scene that like it's why isn't this here? Hmm. You know I wouldn't say so. Be, given that there's so many, there's okay. there's good representation. I'd say recently. We've added more seafood offerings. Okay. Or, or um, you'll see maybe on the trucks Mariscos. Okay. Um, which we didn't have, let's say, five years ago. Um, so there's definitely been a pickup in that. I would and say. forgive my ignorance, Mariscos would just translate to seafood? Just, yeah, very, okay. very seafood offerings, yeah. But okay. you could see that on the truck to know that they specialized in that. Got it. Got, and that could be fish, that could be shrimp, that could be any yeah. couple o of octopus. Things. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And you, uh, you are looking for adventure here too, right? Like Absolutely. You, you're like, I've never had an octopus taco. Let's go for it. Yeah, for sure. It, it's good. Yeah. Okay. Um, actually, <laughs> you won't get octopus served in a taco. You'll get it um, like in more of a ceviche form. So okay. it's marinated in lime, and it's typically typically combined with either shrimp or fish okay and uh you know serve with uh, a tostada or like a big tortilla crispy tortilla chip okay walk me down that line are there additional things not just the tacos on the trucks that like folks should try you had mentioned the gordita mm -hmm. uh and the ceviche what else what else should folks try absolutely um gorditas for sure okay um sopes sopes are delicious so a sope is very similar to a gordita as far as um, what's offered on it. So it has um, it has the meat of your choice, it has um, cilantro, beans, um, the queso fresco, and crema. Um, but what's different about it is the base is slightly thicker. Okay. And it has no top. 
So what I do is I actually, it's a little bit easier to eat than a gordita. So I actually fold it a little bit and kind of eat it like a massive taco. Okay. Um, so one or two of those or one with a couple tacos will, will definitely fill you up. Um, and besides the things that it might be lacking, is there anything about the Columbus taco scene that's like bad or like, so let's insert the joke. First of all, that like there are, uh, some restaurants here that are basically please for, don't at me like fancy taco bell. Yeah. Right. In terms of how, because it's, that is the super Americanized, super Caucasian. Yep. That is literally a restaurant that is white, ta- uh, white people taco night. Yeah. Insert song here. Yeah. Uh, is there any uh, any other sort of like what you perceive as bad aspects of the scene? So I, I wouldn't necessarily say it's bad because okay. I compartmentalize it and, and put it outside of what I consider the taco scene. Okay. But that's not saying everyone does that. And that, right. to me, that's the problem is that when you ask just, if you just take a general poll per se, yeah, people are going to respond with those places that you're thinking of, right? Um, the the chain, a handful of local chain places that that offer more of that Americanized taco or you know fancy taco, like you said, right? So, I think if I think of those things as a different type of food item and not an authentic taco, I'm fine with it. Okay, and some of them actually have tasty food. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. and it's I mean, it, yeah, and I'm not like. I, I don't think my intention is to shit on them, but I right. did. Yeah. Uh, it's much more, let's say your friend comes in from out of town from Phoenix or Austin, and yep. it's like, you know what I could use is some good tacos, and you take them to Fancy Taco Bell, yes. they're going to be like, oh, that's what they have in Ohio, yes. or in Columbus specifically. I, and and that absolutely happens. Not with me, obviously, but, <laughs> right. but that absolutely happens. And it, it perpetuates that perception that we don't have the authentic taco scene that we truly do. Got it. Any other uh, sort of adventurous things in terms of like what's available on Taco Truck and what uh, what's available out there to people? Yeah, sure. So I touched upon vegetarian options before. and, and uh, How adventurous. Yeah, well, <laughs> well, a handful of them have really, really good veggie options, okay. which, which, you know, being a former vegetarian and going to restaurants, it's tip, it, it has been historically an afterthought, right? Okay. You know, you get the pasta dish or whatever. Yeah, times have changed. Things are different now. But you see at taco trucks, um, um, often they offer um, nopales, which is cactus. Oh. Um, and in the summer, it's a seasonal offering, um, flor de calabaza, uh, which is squash. And, and they're associated blossoms, you know. A squash blossom is, is really delicious in a quesadilla. Okay. And um, the final veggie option is uh, wheat licoche, okay. which is fermented corn must. Um, mm. it, it looks like corn, but it's like kind of blackish purplish, and it has sort of umami truffle kind of vibes. Super delicious. Okay. Um, typically don't find that year-round either, but when you see it, I definitely recommend trying it. Okay. Um, outside of that, the the most unusual, most challenging taco I've yeah. had was uh, sesos or brains. Um, what animal? First pig, I ca- assume. Um, or was it cow? I, I believe it was cow. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cabeza, which is cow head, okay, um, is absolutely delicious. Okay. But once you go inside the head for brains. Not so much to me personally. I'm sure some people like it. But yeah, it, it maybe an acquired taste, but but not for me. Well, and I mean, imagine the consistency is 
It's what do they fry it? So uh, uh, yeah, it's like cooked on the like cooked the flat on the grill top. top. Yeah. yeah, exactly. It's uh, kind of the consistency of scrambled eggs. Okay. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Let's, okay. <laughs> Uh, I end every interview with the same two questions. First of all, what do you think Central Ohio is doing well, and what do you think it's not doing so well? And maybe we take this outside the taco realm since we, you know, have batted that back and forth. Sure, sure. So I think the the restaurant food scene is great in Columbus. Um, mm-hmm. Outside of outside of tacos, um, I think we have a, a fairly diverse offering from different cultures. You know, people that have emigrated here, and um, I really enjoy trying different foods outside of tacos. Um, and I think we do a really good job at that. Um, outside of that, public transportation. Okay. Um, I think we're severely lacking that. We we often have visitors from other countries come here, and they're like, everything's so spread out. Like you have to drive your car everywhere. Like what's the deal with this? And mm-hmm. yeah, I think. I know it's a sore topic for some, but for me as well. It's, and it's a fair point. Yeah. Elwood, thanks for your time. Yeah, thank you. Thank you for listening to the Confluence Cast presented by Columbus Underground. Again, you can get more information on what we discussed today in the show notes for this episode at theconfluencecast.com. Please rate, subscribe, share this episode of the Confluence Cast with your friends, family, contacts, enemies, your favorite taco enthusiast. If you're interested in sponsoring the Confluence Cast, get in touch with us. We can be reached by email at info at theconfluencecast.com. Our theme music was composed by Benji Robinson. Our producer is Philip Cogley. I'm your host, Tim Fulton. Have a great week.